0: Can we choose to not want more of something without making that something wrong or bad or shameful? And the things that we, we don't want more of that we are feeling wrong about, shameful of, guilty of, is there a way, um, another way of saying that I guess to me is like how can we have maybe even approval of it and gratitude for it and allow it to take up its rightful place in its as as a part of who we have become rather than exiling it because there's another piece to this that that part of us has power is powerful and that power has has had an effect in a way in our lives that we are not in approval of or that we don't want more of which is fine but it's still power and to cut ourselves off from our power is to prevent us from standing in as a, as a less-than-whole, sovereign person, sovereign being. Um, it, like, carves out a piece of our identity, and it's like the black sheep shame child of the family who is going to constantly nag for acceptance and act out for acceptance because... It just wants love. It just wants love like everyone else and every part of all of us. It just wants love. Love, as cheesy as it sounds, is the medicine. It's the alchemizer. It is the, the leveler. Um, and it is, I think, to be able to love the good and the bad is the path to equality, equity, justice, fairness, balance, um, and transformation. For me, I've noticed that my power is unsettling because my power has come out in ways or I have experienced it. I have been, at times in life, unable to experience it in A pure way has come out in a sideways way and a explosive way, like tantrums, like um, sabotage because I didn't have, I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know where to put it. There was no guidance, no um, model no purpose for it, and I just didn't really have a relationship to it, and after so many years of not having a relationship to it, not understanding it, having it come out in ways that only created more problems, <laughs> um, I, like... It it creates even more reason to not want to be with those feelings of energy rising within. Which I think is really what excitement and anxiety both are. They are energy rising within... Our perception of what that, how we perceive it, based on context—is it pleasant? Is it wanted? That could be influenced by the situation, past experience, um, and whether or not we feel safe enough to express or channel in in a way the rising. Um, Energy, like um, I imagine, like a roller coaster and that building, that excitement, Um, and then that you know, reaching the apex of that incline and then feeling the drop, and there's just that release of tension through the scream, and it's exhilarating. Similarly, it can feel really exhilarating uh, if you're like me to. Give in to the cookie, to give in to the pizza, or if you know alcohol is your thing, to finally have that drink, or a toke, or the cigarette, or the sex, or you know the attention of a person, the big workout, um, buy the thing, or all the things. um, It comes with that. Release some sort of. Now the energy, I can put it into something else. Um, And that's giving power away. (laughs) I've been reframing it that way for myself. I've even asked Graham to ask me when I um, am going towards food. You know, it's up to me to do this for myself but he asked how he could help and I let him know that if he feels comfortable he can ask me like are you giving your power away right now Um, and I can assess internally like do I feel in my power do I feel like I am capable of holding whatever feeling and sensation is within me and letting it flow through or am I trying to stop the buzz um and I had a real breakthrough in my somatic experiencing appointment this week where I felt some of that some some buzz in my lower abdomen some stirring some energy and she asked me to track it and I was like I, I could track it for a bit and then I got to a point where I was just so uncomfortable and she asked me you know what what was going on and I was like I feel like I just I want to lose control, I want to go wild, I want to scream and shake and shout and like get it out, I can't sit here with it, I can't handle the feeling, I, I, uh, um, and there was even a point where I felt nauseous, so I was able to relax into it and stay internal with the sensation to feel the safety of my therapist in the room and to moment by moment so slowly i just i've been driving and i arrived at costco i felt called to record on the drive so maybe a minute before i go in um but slowly by slowly, there slowly, like, moment by moment, I was able to relax. Like, I could feel, like, the edges of my body, almost, like, cell by cell with shaky breaths, sort of cracking, sort of like like, opening and allowing the sensation that felt tight and grabby and grippy and it unfurled in a very pleasant way and moved up through my body. Uh, And I'm describing my experience with this energy. This is the energy that was in my body and the sensation I was feeling that was asking to be seen and held and accepted and allowed to move so uh, everyone's gonna have holds different sensations we've got different bodies so you know my describing this is just sharing my experience not saying like "Uh, this is how it works so anyway it like unfurled up into my chest and my heart space which had been feeling closed off there was this moment where I had this breath and it just relaxed and opened and I could breathe and then there were tears rolling down my face and I could see into not just see into my heart space, I was in my heart space. My heart space as it appears to me in in meditative journeys and where my little 8 year old girl lives and um. Yeah, my my dad was there and I I wasn't really planning to go down this path. Uh, but my dad was there and I ha- I I had seen my dad in a dream the night before and um there was just this overwhelming amount of relief and love to see him there to see him again after I'd seen him in the dream I had actually invited him into my dreams um, because I had realized that I was really enacting out a pattern that I play out in life of running away when something overwhelming happens even in the wake of my dad's death I dealt with things in Ohio and two weeks there after he died and I I I ate like crap I wasn't taking care of myself I didn't feel supported which is not to say anything about my family or or anyone there there was plenty of support if I wanted it it was I wasn't like I was so closed off I couldn't have received it my heart was shut down so this was, like, you know, I got out of Ohio, I came back to California, and I've been in, a, in and out of this, like, freeze feel, freeze feel, too much, um, kind of doing some things that I know that, that help, doing some things that were way too... Um, Yang in energy Masculine Go Like very leaning forward Like Which is a Posture Leaning forward is a posture of Running away or attack And Um That running away Flight Or attack Fight So It would it, Those are not being with So Um in this therapy session and in the dream with my dad and in some other meditative work that I had been doing become more comfortable being with and uh, in in the journey work I did not expect to find my dad inhabiting my heart space and there with my 8 year old inner child and they were just having the grandest time and it was so beautiful it was so comforting, and then I could feel on the inside how good that felt and how much was coming up that I started to tense up because there was so much to hold, and I came back to like the outside and was like, oh my god, he's gone, and I started to sort of hyperventilate kind of crying and was able to come back and feel the inside again and, um, feel again, because when I tensed up and came outside, I was not able to feel my center. I wasn't able to really feel my heart or my, my, you know, belly, my solar plexus, anything like it was just, mm, and there was like a lump in my throat and a lot of pressure around my jaw. Um, but going back inward, there was a lot of toggling between that um, and this mind-bending realization that what people say about when someone passes, like, oh, you know, what you hear, they'll live in your heart forever, or I hold you in my heart. And that often seemed to me a very abstract to like flowery just way of saying like you you love them and and then really I saw like oh shit like here here we are in my, my metaphysical heart space and my dad's chilling <laughs> with my little girl who for her entire life um and it's probably that was probably around the age when things went from pretty good to downhill um, in home life Uh, and she had her dad like she had always wanted and that that felt, I could feel the truth of that and the relief of that and the love of that in my body and the contrast with the outside 3D of He's not here right now. He's gone. You'll never hug his physical being again. You'll never look into his eyes in this plane again. Yet he's there in your heart and with enough relaxation and intention and openness, I can access that love and that wisdom and his voice and the things that meant so much to him about me when, when I need to, if I can cultivate that capacity to be with that rather than be pulled out of myself into the, like, trauma, drama of, quote-unquote, reality. Um, And yet, in this existence, as I am in this body, both are true. I don't know if, if that feels... As mind-bending to you when I describe it as it is for me I I know that um, sometimes to hear things if you haven't had an experience like this it's like uh, okay like I kind of get it I guess or that sounds weird but um, then to experience something like I said I've I've heard people sort of talk about this but it's been like "Uh uh-huh sure (laughs) OK. Um, and I haven't to be fair, I haven't really heard anyone speak in, in detail about, you know, like, what does that what does that mean? Where did you like do you did you feel it? What do you how, how did you access that? Um, and I, I think that's, you know, there there are approaches and ways, but it, it comes for we, we we will access that when we're ready in the way that's right for us. Um, so, I oh, well, that felt like a rabbit hole. What was I speaking about before? Um, yeah, so the feeling that I felt and the wanting to lose control and freak out and scream and shake, um, is what in my mind was like losing control. And as a kid, like, I lost control in that way a lot. Um, and when I've been upset or there's too much to handle in my adult life, um, I have lost control. You know, I can be bitchy, I can be snappy, I can be really ragey, I can be really pointed and cutthroat, um... And through tantrums, even that's way lessened um, in my thirties compared to how it was in my twenties. Um, but it, like, it's a, it's a, it's a thing in me. Um, and I would say, if anything, I became more suppressed. Um, because I realized how unacceptable that was and and childish in a way. So I didn't do it, but I hadn't yet developed a way to honor the feelings, you know? So I just pushed them down like, well, I can't throw a tantrum anymore. I can't break shit. Can't scream at people. Like, clearly I understand now. Like, that's okay. And it's not getting me what I want, but what now? And so I feel like this... Is the what now? Um, And this is like a layer deeper than things like yoga or working out or even meditating because it isn't prescribed, it's organic. It's what does that sensation ask of me? Where does it want to move? How can I, like, be with the tension, relax around the tension, and see what comes next? And when I I completed this process, my therapist looked at me and she said, how did it feel to lose control? And I, like... This so is like that squinty eye side glance, like huh, and then just like this, oh, yeah, I did. I lost control i I let go, i didn't lose it. I surrendered it. I allowed the experience instead of controlling it, controlling it would have been screaming, kicking. Uh, in a way you know it would have been oh my gosh get me away from it and here is what it is instead of like okay I'm, I'm, I'm here I trust it okay relax relax feel it uh, there were moments when, when it would come into my head when I start thinking about it or noticing it too much and noticing something too much like is micromanaging you know think about it at work your boss starts noticing a lot and commenting a lot it's very controlling why is if They check in, and they let you do your thing, and you feel like you have some freedom. Like, we all feel a little bit more comfortable with that. And then on the flip side, if we have, like, no direction, and we're just, like, flopping around, you know, not really sure, there is that um, anxiety that comes from not having some sort of structure. Um So that that feeling and following it and not giving my power to the tantrum or um, what I would do if I was not in the presence of my therapist may have been giving the power to my phone and social media, to uh, food, to some other kind of distraction instead of following that uncomfortable feeling and locating it in my body body keeps the score and since then um like I walked out of that session feeling more open my posture was better my shoulders were more relaxed I could breathe my diaphragm had more room and like my head was higher and if you think about that posture and what we associate like when you look at someone like that whose head head is upright their shoulders are back and down they're open they're moving fluidly what do we see power versus slumped over head down heart closed Um, it's just just not very powerful. It's kind of sad. Um, so I guess that's a real, that's, that's my experiential example of the, um, power that comes from discomfort I'm just collecting my thoughts here, sort of reflecting back on how I started this conversation. Um, which, like all, all I shouldn't say all, but often when I just pop on and capture a thought and and get going, when I when I come back. Sometimes I'm like what came through is like that was just a channeled organic share and not a controlled um, not a controlled expression wasn't observing and critiquing and memorizing every moment of it so I guess there we go there's another real life example and speaking it felt so so good i didn't even realize that um 25 minutes going on 26 has passed and i've been uh sitting in my car talking to myself in the costco parking lot <laughs> while well, i'm not talking to myself talking into my phone talking to you sharing this um and it's a very it's been a very raw expression so uh Thank you for listening. I would love to hear your thoughts on anything that I shared here, and I'm curious if you've had experiences like this or um, if you have uh, how you how you show up in situations in your life, where there's an unsettled, feeling where there's that excitement building where's that there's that energy rising are you able to be with it do you seek to discharge it can you locate it in your body um uh are you in your head and i think hmm, i'm curious about this and i think this is true for me but if i'm excessively in my head there is often something held in my body that I'm bracing against. And if I can relax the mind with like breath work or just even bringing attention, awareness to another part of my body and being curious about the sensation there, I can move beyond the head stuff. Brain is control. Body is feeling, um, is what I remind myself of. So, um, yeah, curious how it maybe shows up for you, um, and if, if through this, maybe. You have had any ahas or like, oh shit, never thought about that kind of moment. So, um, gonna wrap it up, gonna go to Costco. Yay, it's getting busy, um, because it's almost after work time. Um, let me know your thoughts. You can DM me on Instagram, that's mostly where I am at unraveling Rachel, all one word. And uh, I don't usually ask this, but I feel like I'm, I'm desiring to grow the podcast so if you would like to leave a review rating um please do that wherever you listen to this that would be super fantastic and i'd appreciate it so much all right lots of love to you all till next time